Welcome to Oasis Podcast Sermons, where our call is to gather the scattered back into relationship with God. Holy Spirit, give each listener discernment, wisdom, and understanding as they desire to know you more. Speak to their hearts and continue to guide and direct them into deeper relationship with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Enjoy. Okay, so really cool principle that um, this 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 is why I love Jesus. This is why I love the Holy Spirit, right? Um, this evening when Terry got up at first, he was talking about this concept about when God speaks, He speaks with one voice. He speaks one message, right? And, I mean, Scriptures is clear about that, that, you know, when, when Jesus asked the disciples, who do people say that I am? At first, they said, oh, you're a prophet, you're this, you're that, you're everything else, right? But then he turns to Peter and he goes, who do you say that I am? And he responds with the message, you are the Messiah. You're the Son of God. Jesus doesn't get excited when, when they're giving him the earthly titles. He gets excited when Peter says, you are the Son of God. Because then Jesus says, blessed are you, Peter, for this is something you could not have learned. This is something that's only revealed to my fa- by my Father in heaven. And on this rock, on this declaration, I will build my, my church. Right? And so we've spoken about it here numerous times about how if the Lord truly speaks to His church, He's going to withstand the gates of hell. It's not just a church that stands on the declaration that Christ is the Son of God. It's a church that makes a declaration and actually listens to the Father. Right? So, with that, if, you, if the Lord is a God of order and not of chaos, then He's going to speak one message. right? So, if I travel down to Honduras and I go listen to a message down there, and then I go to New York, and then I go to Hawaii, and the churches are actually governed by the voice of God, it should be the same message, right? right. We're all in the same timeline. Right. We are all on the same path, heading for the same ending. Yes, yes it's going to be differently packaged, you know, Bend Oregon to Hawaii to Honduras to South Africa, but it'll be the overall same message. Now, here's here's why I tell you all that. Terry starts off this evening with this whole thing that the Lord moves in one specific way. Listen to every one of the testimonies that was shared this evening. Right? Listen to the lies, even with Kyle. Every single one of the testimonies talks about these lies, talks about these things that the enemy has sown into it, right? So, so bear that in mind. And if you'll open the, if you open your Bibles up to Psalm one. So, so listen to what that says, right? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Okay, so we apply that on a physical realm. We, we look at what that looks like in this room, right? In any room that we're gathered together. It says, blessed are you for not keeping bad company, right? Okay, that's really awesome. If I'm going to constantly tell Eric that he's just a piece of garbage and he's worth nothing, he's not going to be with me. I'm, I'm making him feel bad, right? I'm starting to have him doubt who he is, Okay. It goes through all of this stuff, and it also talks about how, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law, 
He meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and wherever he does shall prosper. And the ungodly are not so, for all like chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So there's, there's a lot of really cool things in there just for us to be in relationship with each other on, right? Awesome. Okay, now let's take a step back from that. Let's start looking at what that means for us and the voices we truly listen to. What speaks into your life? Not who, but what speaks into your life. Scripture says this, the sheep know the voice of the shepherd and they follow him. Okay? There's many scriptures that speaks about the voice of the Lord in many different aspects. Now my question becomes this, if we are Christians and we're supposed to know the voice of the Father when He speaks to us, why do we entertain these lies from the enemy? Why do we give an ear to a voice that speaks to you on the inside that says that you are absolutely worthless? That says you're not going to amount to anything. That, hey, by the way, this specific thing, you're never going to get over. You're nothing but a whore. You're nothing but a drug addict. You're nothing but these lowest common denominators. Why do we give that? Scripture says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Why do we give spirits room to speak into our lives? We do it every single day. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not big enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not, I don't have enough money. By the way, my message on Sunday sucked. What, what, what was that all about? People didn't like it. right? The way that I spoke to a person, the way that I prayed to a person, it's just not good enough. We entertain these thoughts every single day of our lives. And somehow it finds room to start attaching itself to us. It starts redefining who we truly are. Every one of us speaks about how we see ourselves as sons and daughters of God. Of the God Most High. But we constantly let the enemy speak into our lives and fill it with this trash. This is spiritual warfare, right? But we tolerate it every single day. You know, the enemy comes in and says, hey, by the way, you know, don't, don't worry about this. Don't go do this. You know, don't read the Bible. You're tired right now. Yeah. Right? How many of us have ever looked at the Bible and go, oh, man, maybe, maybe I'll read this in the morning. And <laughs> Lord, I'm really tired. I know you understand. Right? But I'm going to watch TV for the next three hours. Right? I'm going to be on Instagram, on YouTube, Shorts, or TikTok, and just rob my brain away with that. For some reason, the enemy says, you're too tired to read the Bible, or don't read, don't read the Old Testament, because it's not for today. Right? Somehow our God changed in the middle of this, so where his original word is no longer applicable to today. We get to learn who he is, his character is, and everything about him in the Old Testament. 
So we need to start looking at this. This is Psalm 1. This is Old Testament. Blessed is a man who, not, who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Meaning, don't listen to what the voices tell you in your head. That constantly puts you down, right? Nor stand in the path of sinners. Those voices will only lead you to sin. They're against God. They're the ones that's going to take you into temptation. It's going to take you to the places where God does not want you to be. Nor sit in the seat of the scornful, the people who mock. What do, what do the enemy always say? What does he always say? You can't do this. Your God is not strong enough to overcome this thing. Your God is powerless. right? Your God is dead. He's no longer active today. That's mocking God. We entertain it, right? But he says this in verse 2, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Let's start looking at the goodness of God. Let's start listening to what the Word actually says. When you are, when you are reading your Bible, and you actually start looking at what that says, you will find every truth imaginable for every situation that you will ever find yourself in. For every lie the enemy has ever sown into your heart, these curses, these things that says you're not well equipped, you don't have this, you don't have that, it's all in there. It's in His Word. Why do we do this? Because in verse 3 it says this, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Okay? So, so take a look at that. If we are truly listening to the Lord, if our ears and our soul and our hearts is filled with the words that Jesus speaks, that His Holy Spirit speaks to us, because we are His sons and daughters, and we are called to know what His voice sounds like, to follow Him, we are to bring life and shelter for those around us. And anything that we do will be prospered. Now listen to Ashley and Alyssa's testimony. They didn't go to Pendleton just to go pray. Yeah, sure, they started off with some street evangelist stuff and whatever else. But somewhere in the midst of that, somewhere in the midst of that, they decided, okay, let's ask the Holy Spirit. What is it that we should do? Right? What is it that we should do and where we should go? In the midst of that, all of a sudden, the things that they're praying for is bringing forth fruit. The things that they did not understand is now bringing healing to this town that is divided over these people who is at the head of the city council. Wow. Right? It's not, just two, it's not just two gals running around on the streets going, I need to pray for you, I need to pray for you, I need to pray for you, with a shotgun approach. Sure. But in the midst of that, you guys ask the Holy Spirit, what is it and who is it that we should pray for? And you guys did not lean on your own understanding. That's by, your own, that's by your own testimony today, right? Yeah. Holy Spirit brought forth unity, brought forth all the stuff that you guys prayed. And that was the core issue that was present in the middle of all of that. Yeah. Right? So let's no longer lean on our understanding. Because if we actually listen to the Father's voice, if we stop listening to all of this garbage that the enemy speaks into us every single day, guess what? We become dangerous. We become powerful. Right? We become all the things that Jesus actually says that you will be able to be if you follow in my footsteps.
For the un ungodly are not so, but are like chaff which the wind drives away. What makes us ungodly? If, if we're Christians, by following the example of Jesus, listening to the Father's voice, being led by His Spirit, we become ungodly if we start following the enemy's voice and his instructions and all the lies that he puts into your life, right? What is, what is the fruits of that? You are no longer giving life. You are no longer providing shelter for the people. But now you become like chaff and he gets driven away by the wind. Right? Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. We're guaranteed eternal life in Jesus. We are guaranteed fruit. We're guaranteed freedom. We're guaranteed joy. Beyond all understanding, peace beyond all understanding. If we abide within Christ, within His Spirit, right? So we need to take a look at what we allow to speak into our ears, into our souls, and how that starts redefining who we are. Because if we constantly listen and believe the lies of the enemy, we're going to end up in a whole different boat, in a whole different direction. We are conquerors. That's right. Right? We are victors in Christ. We are these sons and daughters of the God Most High. And we don't truly understand what that means because we're constantly swallowing this garbage the enemy gives us. So I want to challenge you today to say no more. I no longer want to hear what you have to say to me. Right? I no longer want to hear about the curses. I no longer want to hear about the lies and all the things where you are not worthy, where you can't read your Bible because you're too tired. All of this stuff that's happening, let's put an end to that. Let's cut that off. Right? If we can truly be victorious in who we are and what we truly listen to, Aida said it. There's truth in His Word. Right? There's truth in His Word. We should know who we are as sons and daughters of God Most High, right? Amen. But in the midst of that, there's authority attached to that. Ooh. It doesn't just mean that you get to go and run around and sin and do all the things He's going to continuously forgive you for that. No. That's cheapening the, the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. We have to come to terms that God is in charge of all of this stuff. So, we... Being heirs in Christ, right? Being sons and daughters, we now have the right to say, like Aida said, shut up. That's it, period. <laughs> but we can take it one step further. We don't just have to tell it to shut up. We can tell it to go away. Shut up and get out. Jesus, yeah, Jesus, Jesus does that, right? We see that in the demonically oppressed man. When, when the demon addresses Jesus and goes, what business is it that you have with us? Will you drive us into the pigs? So he sends them into the pigs and they go away. In the middle of this, when we say to them, go away, how about we give them a destination instead of just sending them out of the person and leaving them on the chair? How about we send them back to the pits of hell where they came from? Right? How about you take authority because you're a son and a daughter Every time these thoughts start coming into your mind of what, whatever you were, that the enemy says will never be again, right? That he says you can never amount to anything because you're dirty, you're tarnished, and you're all of this. You say to that voice, shut up. 
No longer am I this thing. I am now a son and a daughter of God Most High. And at that point in time, you then speak to the Lord. You say, Father, I ask that this voice is speaking to my life, that you will bring your judgment down on top of it. You deal with this thing on my behalf. You're the one that sends this thing back to the pit of hell where it came from, where it belongs. So it will no longer affect the people around me through what it speaks to me. We are to be victorious. Have the Lord replace that with a truth. Right? No longer lies. It is, it is a call for us to actually walk out these things. Do not just be passive and not just be beaten around every single day. It's a call for us to go out into the world, speak the truth, proclaim the good message, set the captives free, pray for the sick, do all of these things so we can be effective witnesses to Christ. And how can we do that? If we constantly believe what the enemy is feeding us on the back end. So let's stop swallowing it. We're no longer of this world. We're in it, sure. But we're not, we're not told to be feeding off this world. We're, we're, we're called to listen what the, what the Father has to say. We're called to follow His Spirit into all things. So as we are here this evening, and as far as all of the testimonies are concerned, ever since Terry started this morning, ah, this, when he first started this thing out, every single testimony was surrounding that. What is it that the enemy is speaking into your life right now? What is the line that he is speaking into your heart right now that says that this is absolute BS? That you're never going to get free from this specific situation. You will never be able to rise above where you are. Those are lies. Those are lies. Those are spiritual warfare tactics that the enemy uses on you and on me every single day. Because if he can't keep you from heaven... You've discovered Jesus and you, you understand what he did for you. If he can't keep you from heaven personally, what's the next best thing? To get you so preoccupied and so distracted with everything that goes on around you and what he is telling you about yourself that you can't reach out and touch the person next to you mm-hmm. and bring another person to heaven with you. Right? So if they lose one, they're like, okay, cool. We're going to attack this one and we're going to keep them bound with all these horrible things. Because that one little light has to be snuffed out before that whole light becomes contagious to a room like this. To your workspace, to the schools you go to, to wherever it is that you travel. But here's the thing. Like Danny said, the Lord will walk by our side all the way down to rock bottom. Right? That is we don't know it. We no longer have to endure these things. We no longer have to suffer at the enemy's hands. Take your place. Rise to the title that is given to you as a son and daughter of God. Acknowledge and appreciate and give honor to the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. And no longer listen to the lies. No no longer walk in shame. No longer live in mediocrity. Live like the sons and daughters of God. Princes and princesses. Kings and queens. Live like it. We don't have to wait till we get to heaven to experience the Lord. Heaven is here and now. Why? Jesus says this. For eternal life is this. 
is for them to know you. So you knowing Jesus today on the face of the earth already puts you in heaven. Sure, we're going to walk on streets of gold and bodies will be restored and all of that, but you get to see His hand at work everywhere around you, wherever you go, as long as you step into the authority and the identity that Christ has for you. Anything else but that is garbage. None of the people in this room that I'm looking at will tolerate anybody telling them X, Y, Z. But we listen to the spiritual realm all day long. Yeah, wow. We swallow that garbage every single day. And nobody's immune to it. I, I, my eyes just opened to it from me last week where I was drinking from the wrong hose. I'm like, wow, I am not feeding from God right now. I'm feeding from something else that's making me super depressed. And you have the authority. We have the authority because we are covered in the blood of Jesus. So this evening, as we're sitting here, what is the enemy telling you? What is it that you have been believing about yourself that needs to stop tonight? Each one of us has a thing right now that you have been believing about yourself that is a complete lie. Some of us has a lot of it. And I just ask you this evening to take that before the Lord. To bring that forth and say, I no longer want to feed off of this. And just take authority. Say, Satan... That's enough. Thank you very much, but I won't be eating from this anymore. And you pray a prayer of offense, not of defense. No longer asking, God, Lord, I need you to protect me from Satan. I need you to do this and that and everything else. Lord, go get him. You go get him. This, this battle is won. What we're dealing with is stragglers that hasn't gotten the news yet. Yeah. Right? Same They're wandering around, still pestering people. The battle is won, it's over with. Yeah. So, Daddy, will you go in and smack him around a little bit? Yeah. But it, it starts with us. It starts on the inside about who we say we are on the inside, actually embodying it inside here. Believing it and walking it out. Maria Woodworth Eder, she was around in the 1800s. Wonderful woman of God. But she had a line that she, that she wrote in one of her books. And it said this. Why would the Lord enter the place where the whispers of Satan is present? That's our hearts. She was speaking about healings and everything else. But there's so much truth in the middle of that. Let's get rid of the lies of Satan, the whispers of Satan that's in our hearts that says God can't heal. God cannot create new skin. God cannot bring somebody back from a gunshot wound and from mental insanity. God cannot bring back a person who's been an alcoholic for so many years on the drop of a dime and set him free. Danny's story is my story. Danny talks about running crews and do everything else. That was us in Hawaii. We worked on five different islands in one week. I had a crew of 48 people that we ran around. 
had all the money, had all the cars, all the travel, everything we ever wanted. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't tie my own shoes. I went blind, I went mute, I had seizures, I couldn't speak, I couldn't drive, and I would have full body paralysis. Wherever I dropped, I would lay for five hours, not knowing what happens during that time. So, we share testimonies because it's important. We share testimonies to build each other up, to let you know that the stuff that you're dealing with on the inside is no longer needed. Take your rightful place. Acknowledge the sacrifice that Jesus made and walk in the authority they gave you. When that voice comes in and says, hey, your family will never be brought back together again, right? That's a lie. Sure, our interpretations of what that means is skewed because we are just people. But having a family be reconciled to God is better than anything else. Amen. Being able to look at your life and say, you know what, I am, I am better than this. I don't have to give in to these lies because Jesus died on the cross for me. It's a powerful thing. Amen. So, as we're, as we're going to close out this evening, I ask you right now, you know what it is. You know what it is. That the Lord is speaking to you. You know why? Because, oh, my grandpa used to be like that, so therefore I deal with this garbage. This insecurity that I have comes from my mom. This thing comes from my dad. No. It comes from Satan. I hope Holy Spirit spoke to you about something in this message today. If you would like to come to service in person, we meet on Sundays at Palmer's Cafe in Bend, Oregon at 5 p.m. located at 645 Northeast Greenwood Avenue. Or if you have any questions about what you just listened to, please email us at oasis.centraloregon at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in.